You are listening to the Day by Day podcast for the third week of July, 2017. Welcome to the Day by Day podcast with me, Siobhan. This week, we celebrate a summer treat again, and we'll learn that sometimes a peach isn't just a peach. Follow the show on Twitter at Day by Day Podcast, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud, and email me at daybydaypodcast at gmail.com. This Sunday, July 16th, is National Ice Cream Day as celebrated the third Sunday of July every year. And July is National Ice Cream Month, as discussed in an episode of Day by Day last year. So here is a review of all things ice cream. President Reagan first signed the proclamation into law in 1984, and ice cream manufacturers have been encouraging the celebration ever since. In its most basic sense, ice cream is a sweet, frozen dairy treat. Its main ingredients are milk, or cream, and sugar. After that, the sky's the limit. Throughout history, many cultures have eaten similar frozen treats. As early as 400 BC, the Persians invented a chilled food made of rose water and vermicelli. Around 200 BC, the Chinese ate a mixture of frozen milk and rice. In the 5th century BC, the Greeks ate snow mixed with honey and fruit. Roman Emperor Nero had ice brought from the mountains and mixed it with fruit. Prior to the wide availability and ease of creating ice, ice cream was a rare treat and often only enjoyed by those of the noble or wealthy class. America's first ice cream parlor opened in 1776. Dolly Madison is famously known for serving ice cream at her husband James Madison's inaugural ball in 1813. Today, ice cream and similar treats like gelato and frozen yogurt are widely available and affordable. And flavors are only limited to one's imagination. The most unique ice cream flavor I've ever tried was avocado ice cream from Mitchell's Ice Cream in San Francisco. It may sound strange, but it really wasn't too bad. Vanilla continues to be the leading flavor in the U.S., with chocolate syrup being the leading topping. New Zealand sees the highest consumption of ice cream per capita, with the U.S. and Australia rounding out the top three countries. The average American eats 48 pints of ice cream every year, and California produces the most ice cream in the U.S. 9 to 10 percent of all the milk produced by U.S. dairy farmers is used to produce ice cream, contributing significantly to the economic well-being of the nation's dairy industry. In case you're wondering, the perfect temperature for scooping ice cream is between 6 and 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Thanks to IceCream.com for these tasty facts. I think I had a cold last year when I recorded that. On July 16th, here are a few ways you can celebrate National Ice Cream Day. Though it's not ice cream, 16 Handles is offering a free 4-ounce order from noon to 5 p.m. Just download the 16 Handles mobile app to get the coupon. Carvel is offering any size cup or cone, buy one, get one free. And a portion of Carvel's sales will go to Save the Whales organization. 
McDonald's is offering a free vanilla soft serve cone, no purchase required. Cumberland Farms will be offering their new flavors, chocolate peppermint palooza and awesome chocolate amaretto almond for $3 a pint. And Dippin' Dots will be giving out free mini cups of ice cream. Just check your local store for the exact time. July 17th, grab your emoji. It's World Emoji Day. We're having a party. All around the world, all across the globe. Get on a plane and watch the sunset go. Doesn't matter who you are, because everybody uses emoji. Everybody. Jonathan Mann. And this Monday, July 17th, is World Emoji Day. Why, you may ask? Get your iPhone and look at the calendar emoji. Right there. It's July 17th. And why is that the date on Apple's calendar emoji? Well, according to a 2014 Washington Post article, July 17th is the date iCal premiered at the Macworld conference in 2002. This unofficial holiday was started in 2014 by Jeremy Burge, creator of Emojipedia. Clearly he's a fan of emojis. Or emoji, both plural forms are acceptable. In 1992, with the Windows 3.1 release, Microsoft included the Wingdings font, which served as a precursor to modern emoji. The word emoji comes from Japanese, e meaning picture, and moji meaning character, so it is a picture character, and it originated on Japanese mobile phones in the late 90s. Shigetaka Kurita created the first emojis. He was inspired by weather forecasts that used symbols to show weather, Chinese characters and street signs, and from manga that used stock symbols to express emotions. The first set included 176 emoji based on the expressions that he observed people making and other things in the city. Today, the iOS operating system, that would be Apple, has over 2,300 emojis. Emoji vary from operating system to operating system and often have several meanings. For instance, the peach emoji is used to represent a peach only about 7% of the time. You can use your imagination for its meaning the other 93% of the time. According to Emoji Tracker, the most used emoji on Twitter is the face with tears of joy. 
Arabic speakers use flowers and plants emoji at more than four times the average rate and use sun and hot weather emoji two-thirds more often than other languages do. Australian English speakers use drug-associated emoji 65% more than average and alcohol and junk food themed emoji at double the average rate. Those friendly Canadian English speakers are the most violent in their emoji use, sending the gun, knife, punching fist, fire explosion, skull, and bomb at a rate 50% higher than average. Canadians also use twice as many raunchy humor emoji like the banana, raised fist, peach, and eggplant. At the 2016 Emoji Awards, yes, that's a thing, the eye roll was voted the best new emoji. I have to admit, I do use that emoji frequently. Visit worldemojiawards.com to vote on best new emoji, most anticipated emoji, and a couple other categories for 2017. And visit cheatsheet.com for more facts on how emoji are used around the world. Emoji have become such a part of everyday life that you can buy clothes, phone covers, blankets, pillows, and just about anything else with the emoji images on them. The Little Yellow Door, a London restaurant, featured an all-emoji menu last summer. The Emoji Movie will be in theaters July 28th. It's an animated film about Jean, an exuberant emoji who is born without a filter and is bursting with multiple expressions. The first international emoji conference, known as EmojiCon, was held in San Francisco in November 2016. Participants were able to attend panels and workshops, view emoji art exhibits, among many other emoji-related events, and do it all dressed as their favorite emoji. I wasn't able to find any information about a possible 2017 EmojiCon, but be sure to follow the day-by-day -day Twitter feed for any updates. The World Emoji Day website suggests celebrating the iconic icons by tweeting your favorite emojis and use hashtag World Emoji Day or hold an emoji party and dress as your favorite emoji. By the way, Android's calendar emoji appears as March 27th. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening and remember to follow the podcast on Twitter at DayByDayPodcast and email DayByDayPodcast at gmail.com. The podcast is also available on iTunes and SoundCloud, where you can listen to past episodes. If you're listening to the show through iTunes, please take a minute or two to leave a review. This will help other people be able to find the show. Let me know how you take part in any of these observances, and if you know of any holidays that I should talk about. I'll be back next week. Until then, remember to make each day count.